Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Raw Impressions, Monday's music mini episode. We could, we could start by talking about two things. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> two. Well, first, what's the thing you're going to say? The thing that I'm going to say? Yeah. About apologizing? Yeah. First, you're going to start no. with an apology. No, this is our this is our third restart for this this episode, and I was actually I was uh, flirting with the idea of not even apologizing because I've already apologized <laughs> twice, three times. I yeah, mean, I didn't tell you to apologize once when it actually happened, and then two times as we tried to start this episode mm -hmm. unsuccessfully. But uh, okay, now I have to. I'll explain it. <laughs> I had the the little announcement that you're welcome to Mini Music Monday, like way too loud, uh, and uh, it just tore poor Adele's tender tender ears apart. A delicate, a delicate. Um, See now, people know. Man, the things I do to my ears, the jabs, the <laughs> accidental jabs of noise that I have well, persevered through. <laughs> I'm very worried about my ears. Okay. Yeah. I'd take your ears any goddamn day. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't want your ears. They're no, damaged. <laughs> they really are. The good thing is that the, the seasons are changing, and I do have this very low, very low tinnitus in my right ear, and when the summer comes, it goes away. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. I'm glad yeah, to hear that. That's, that's a positive. It's good to not have that demonic... <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I'd like to be clear that I was not saying you have to apologize, sir. I thought that you were just voluntarily doing it as a tradition. Like, oh, I start the episodes off with an apology. We could do that. I mean, <laughs> we could do that. We could make that our thing. That could be a little hook for us. I'm sorry. We're searching desperately to find like a the center and the heart. What is the purpose of this podcast? Yeah. Well, it's easy. Today, because it's Mini Music Monday, so that means that I play songs and we talk about music. Well, I would like to say that I'm not searching for the meaning of this podcast. I feel perfectly satisfied with just talking every week and, you know, just having it just be about whatever we're talking about. I think that the world at large likes podcasts to have themes and structure and experts and things like that. And, uh, you know, if you want something a little less structured, a little less predictable, raw impressions. You've come to the right place. Yeah, we're here for you. This week's episode is about Tina Turner, or what we know about Tina Turner, which is not a whole lot, but it's a fair amount. We lived with Tina. Well, we mostly live with her memories because we were just thinking about how prominent she was in our childhoods. Like, you grow up at least in the 70s and 80s, and Tina Turner is just a part of your life, you know? And she was kind of a big part of my life. I thought she was so fucking cool. I, I, anytime she came on, yeah, on MTV, because MTV was constantly on in your home, and right? And her revival and her, when she, her big comeback in 1983 with the album Private Dancer. Mm -hmm. This is a fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
1983. The album was Private Dancer. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, just checking. Um, so Adele and I went back and uh, we listened to some Tina Turner just the other day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised how raw her voice was on Private Dancer and what's love got to do with it. I know everybody knows this, but I, I think because... I remember it as being kind of this 80s pop confection, this sort of Muzaki, new wavy, full of cheesy keyboards. And But at the heart of those songs, she really sounds kind of torn up. And it's it was more intense than I remember. Oh, it's not cheesy at all. It's, uh, it's actually, I mean, I think now going back and listening to things like, yeah, Private Dancer, that album, I... It's to me, it seems like ahead of its time. You know, it's like, holy shit, this is really innovative. Well, it is sort of ahead of its time because now people like to make records that sound like that 80s music. People, like, well, a lot it, of kids really, really yeah. dig that. They really dig that sound like, oh, here comes the keyboard saxophone. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's an amazing sound. But back then, you know, as a, as a young uh, hardcore person in 1983, 1982, 83, my, my tastes were extreme. But having said that, I was really, I had no problem with sitting through a Tina Turner video. Wow. On my way to like, I don't know what good things I was waiting for. I mean, probably like You didn't think Tina Turner was good? Of course she was good. The music was super cheesy. You found it super cheesy. I I found the music super cheesy. You know what? I guess I... I mean, maybe it's just because I was like, you're 10 years older than me. So when I was little in the 80s... You were like seven. You were Izzy's age. Okay. Can I speak? Yeah. All right. I liked it. And you know what else I liked? Private Dancer. You know what else you liked? What? Poison. Exactly. So what? That's damn right I did. I had a poster of C.C. DeVille, you guys. You thought C.C. DeVille. He was the one for me? Was hot. Come on. What, what is that? <laughs> I mean, don't tell C.C. I said that. But um, yeah, like Brett Michaels? No. C.C. DeVille? Like, Check. He's, he's got that special something. I don't You guys, I had a huge poster of him at the end of my bed, and I would just stare at it. And I'm like, yeah. How is this going to manifest what itself? The fuck? Has it manifested itself in any way in your life? Like, have you ever had a boyfriend that, that was looked like CC like Deville? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's just so strange. I mean, when you <laughs> do you have a thing, a still a lingering like sort of retro. No, you are. You're. You mean? Yeah, I'm the rocker. You're, you're my original like crush because you're Grizzly Adams. I mean, oh. that's what I wanted to marry. But like. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have unique tastes. I'm not just one thing, but yeah, CC DeVille, uh, that, why are we still talking? Anyway, well, okay. this is about We're, Tina Turner. This is about Tina Turner. Maybe I should just try to play this song because I'm going to try, I'm going to play this song as, as many times as it takes to play it right. Mm-hmm. Live right now. If I All make right. a mistake, I'm not stopping the tape. I'm not going back. I'm just going to figure this song out. Okay, well, let me get my camera ready to video this. Well, that makes me more nervous. Oh. Here we go. Okay, you can do it. Okay. Right. You must understand that the touch of your hand makes my pulse react. 
But it's only the thrill of a boy meeting girl Opposites attract Yeah, it's physical Only logical You must try to ignore that It means more than that Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? It may seem to you that I'm acting confused when you're close to me. Yeah, I tend to look dazed, yeah, I've read it someplace. I've got cause to be. There's a name for it There's a phrase that fits But whatever the reason you do it for me Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? And who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? I've been taken on a new direction But I have to say I've been thinking about my own protection It scares me to feel this way Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a sweet old-fashioned notion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? And who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm. So for you when you were younger, you heard that on in the background. And to you, it was like, I mean, do you actually think that music's cheesy? The music? Yeah. The backing music. The, the instrumental track... Of What's Love Got to Do With It mm-hmm. by Tina Turner from the Private Dancer album in 1983. Yeah. It's terrible. Wow. Yes. But I loved it when I was little. It felt really empowering to me. The music. Yeah. Like, really? I liked the way. Yeah. I guess well, I liked everything about it. I liked well, all what? the that's... texture and sounds. And... Well, that's you. That was, you, were, you were seven. I'm also not a musician. I'm just a fan. You were seven. I was a, I was a, a budding, jaded uh, music lover. You still sound jaded. You tell me that all the time. I think I'm really open-minded. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I think I'm really open-minded. Mm. I, in 1983, I was listening to, that would be 
when REM probably was happening. That's when I was listening to the birthday party. That's when I was listening to just the culmination of all the new wave and punk rock that had been, had, you know, buoyed me up okay, so and got me through my life. If you took away all of the instrumental part of it, what did you think of Tina Turner's... Well, Tina Turner, voice Tina Turner or, is yeah. a badass. I grew up with her as a badass. She was like watching her dance on TV, like during turbulent times of my youth in the late 60s and early 70s. Her appearances on variety shows were always super electric and energizing. And of course, like the I think the real, the footage that really kind of kills you is her doing Proud Mary with Ike. I think it was the Monterey Pop, Monterey Pop Festival, um, and the, they're just, she and the Icats are like, whoa, the dancing is so intense, and it also, it takes on the, the, the time period that it was in, too, because Tina was the first black woman to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. What else? She was like, she, she's amazing. She's, I mean, she yeah. had, like, she, you know, she had... Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It was number one, 1983. There's well, what do you other, think she's of like the actual, she did first. Well, I'm know. just saying, now that you've sang like an acoustic version of What's Love Got to Do With It, how does that like song sit for you? It's wonderful. I love the song. Yeah. And I actually know it. I mean, it's it's weird how much I actually knew it intuitively mm-hmm. because there are, there's some leaps into the, the chorus and stuff that when we listened to it initially mm-hmm. with the idea of me doing it, I was like, oh, that's going to be really difficult. But then I sat down this morning and within 10 minutes I, I had the whole song I felt it like I immediately felt the song and it's a, it's a beautifully it's actually a beautiful written song mm-hmm. and you know like that that episode of Shit's Creek oh my gosh um, yeah when David's boyfriend sings him an acoustic version of this the other Tina song simply the best and yeah. it's like incredible oh it's and this song was originally intended for or written it was there's a really really cheesy band called Bucks Fizz hmm. from uh, England. They were like uber cheesy pop band, mm-hmm. like even because as cheesy as like American pop was in, in the eighties. Boy, if you you know went to Europe around that time, hmm. yeah, pop music just takes on a whole other the dimension of cheese. It's incredible. It's okay, like, yeah. all right, it's, it's time, time to, to stop, stop talking. talking. Okay. Didn't even get to talk about her. What? Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I loved her in that movie so much. She sang the theme song for that, and the video was so great. She's like in the dome. We don't need another hero. Oh my God. Yeah, I loved it. All right. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.